Welcome to this week's episode of Lazy Boy Coaches. I'm Scott. I'm Alan. Playoffs are here, my man. They are. And they look a little different than usual. A little bit. You know, um, we were pretty close on, on most of our, our, our predictions. Um, but not only do we have the, the NFL playoffs, we got college playoffs. The college national title. Yeah, well, the playoffs are over with. They're done for. But Yeah, and, and we'll definitely talk about that. Um, but man, it was, it was, it was a good week of NFL football. That's for sure. Um, we had starting off, we had Miami at Buffalo and Buffalo came out to send a message. Um, you know, they, they weren't fucking around. No, I mean, they are sending out a message, but, um, they got to do something with that run game though. Uh, it's going to be very important for them, you know, in in the playoffs. We've seen a couple games where their their run game has come alive a little bit for them, but it, it's going to be more more important now that they're in the playoffs to get that running game going. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they, they go running back in the draft. Um, I could see them getting somebody like uh, Travis Etienne out of Clemson. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're, they're going to be pretty far back there. They're, they have a pretty high draft number, so... I mean, you're not going to get, you know, an amazing player at that pick. So go with the running backs because there's a whole bunch of them. Right. I mean, and if you look at, you know, Clyde Edwards-Alaire went last pick to Kansas City last year. You know, so you can get a, a stud running back at the at the end of the first round. Right. And, I mean, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, he, there was issues with him why he dropped so far, you know, because he was easily – at the beginning of the year, a top five pick. Right, but he proved to be, you know, he. How, how many running backs went ahead of him? Right, because they didn't get in trouble with the, with the law. Right. No, I'm saying how like how many running backs went ahead of him? Not very many. It was mostly receivers and you know linebackers and. Yeah. So it's very plausible that Etn is still available when the Bills go to pick. Yeah, all I want, all I do want to say is with the Jets, they're in a predicament right now, because where they are, I say, you keep Sam Darnold, keep him as your starting quarterback, and you get Robinson in the draft, second pick. You know, Jaguars are gonna take Trevor Lawrence, get him a number one wide receiver like that. I I think it'd help out tremendously. No, because I I think they, I mean, and we'll get into this more later. You know, in in more of the off season before the draft comes up, but I, I think they need to be able to protect Darnold before they worry about anything else. And there are some really, really good linemen sitting there. Yeah, but that Robinson man, he he he's a game changer. So we'll we'll see about that. But no, back to the games. Um, Buffalo definitely came out to make a statement. I mean, when, when it's week seventeen. And you pretty well have your spot locked up, but you still come out and put up fifty six. Uh, you you got you know Josh Allen coming out here just trying to make a final case for MVP. Right, and unfortunately, it, it sounds like MVP's already been selected. More than likely, but you know when when he's coming out here throwing three touchdowns and you know just he looked really good. And he has all year. I mean. One of the best improved players I've seen, and that Buffalo defense came to play, uh, picking off two or three times. 
Yeah, and usually, you know, it's, it's the Dolphins getting the interceptions. But Speaking of, Miami is the only team to record a takeaway in all 17 games this year. Yeah, it's been unreal watching that. Like, yeah, yeah, they were guaranteed a pick. Yeah. And obviously they were, I mean. But for for that Buffalo defense to, to pick off two or three times, and, uh, you know, Fitzmagic was, wasn't available for this game. Otherwise, he we would have seen him. So Tua had to ride it out the whole time. But it it was just it was just an impressive impressive showing by Buffalo. Um, then we had the Chargers at the Chiefs, and it you and I both picked the Chargers to win, even though I didn't want to. Right, you're going against a second string offense and defense, so right. I mean. And well, your boy he 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 let you down. Who Herbert? How so? He won you the game. <laughs> oh well, I told you he probably would. Um, but after uh, after the the game, we parted ways with Anthony Lynn. Um, I don't. I think it was a little bit surprising to me. I mean, I. I knew it was coming, but with the way you guys ended the year, coming around, you know, you, you saw the talent he had out there. I, I thought that it would give him at least one more year. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about it, but I don't know. it. You guys get to choose whatever coach you want now, though. I mean, you have, like, the second best option to yeah, go. That, that, this is probably the best job available right now of all the coaching jobs available, but... Um, I know that Jags is a pretty tempting one too. In since last year, we have lost sixteen one-score games, and for me, that comes down to late game play calling and, and coaching. I mean, six, sixteen one-score games. That's. I mean, there's somebody not producing. Yeah. Also. This is the first year without Philip Rivers. Yeah, but we have a stud rookie. We found a, our guy. I'm just saying Rivers wasn't the best in tight situations. No, no, Rivers turned the ball over a lot. But, no, the Chargers won that one 38-21. Wasn't a surprise to anybody uh, because Kansas City already had the number one seed locked up, so they sat most of their guys. Typical anymore. So Chargers finish at seven and nine, middle of the pack pick. Hey, but you know. But the future looks bright. I was gonna say ten weeks ago when we were talking about the Chargers, they were a joke. Yeah, the future is bright. We look really, really good. I'm excited for for our team. Uh, if Keep only it within field goal range, you're golden. I guarantee you. Before next year, we will have a new kicker. I guarantee it. And as long as we can get everybody to be healthy, we're we are dangerous. Right. I, I don't mean, necessarily know that we'll knock off the Chiefs, but we can definitely make the playoffs. Yeah, you're not a Chief. I mean, the Chiefs are a whole other animal. Yeah. It. I mean, with with the Chiefs, you have to be able to play everything at the top of your game. Right. Absolutely. Um, so then we had Baltimore at 
Cincinnati again went exactly the way we thought it was going to since or Cincinnati got blown out. Um, Lamar Jackson threw for three touchdowns. Uh, as a team, Baltimore broke their team record for rushing yards. 404 yards rushing on the ground. Holy crap. Like, did, did Cincinnati just not show up? And, I mean, no matter what Baltimore did, they were just running it down their throats, and it was ugly. Well, I mean, it, it, it capitalizes on the Bengals' season perfectly. You know, so. Yeah, but there's not a whole lot to talk about in, in that game other than the 404 yards rushing. It, it was... You know, J.K. Dobbins had a monster game, 13 carries, 160 yards, two touchdowns. You know, yeah. Lamar had over 100 yards rushing. It was just, watching it was, it was a track meet. Just, yeah, no, like, Lamar had 97. He was close. But it was. Yeah, over 400 yards rushing in a game is. Yeah. Anymore, that's unheard of. Yeah, it. Um, so then we had the, probably the best game of the day, without a doubt, the best game of the day, the Steelers and the Browns and the Steelers had a chance to win it. And with the win, Cleveland is now in the playoffs for the first time since 2002. Didn't they win the division as well? No. 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 I thought that put them over the Steelers. No, the Steelers had the division locked up already. Okay. But this put Cleveland in the playoffs. Finishing at 11-5 and five is pretty impressive for that Cleveland team. And if Kevin Stefanski doesn't win Coach of the Year, then there's a problem. To take that team, turn them around the way that you did, and get them into the playoffs for the first time since 2002, that's huge. Yeah, I mean, like... You know, we can always go off about it being Cleveland and that they should have done this last year. But the thing is, is he shows that, you know, he took a team that had a whole bunch of talent that underperformed and got him performing. Yeah, the the growth and maturity that we saw from Baker Mayfield this year was impressive. The way that Kevin Stefanski was able to maximize his skill set. You put him in position to to make the right play and I guess help him grow as a quarterback. Yeah, and I mean when you do have, you know, Chubbs and Kareem Hunt as your running backs, it it takes pressure off your quarterback as well. So. Oh absolutely. Absolutely. But he still had to make the plays. Right. And watching this game, he made a lot of Huge key plays, both with his arm and with his legs. Yeah, he's he's going a lot. I mean, obviously, every now and then he's got that one bonehead play that he pulls out, and you're just like, "What are you doing?" But yeah, I mean, as far as growth going into this year, leaps and bounds from where he was last season. And it, he, and it couldn't have come at a better time because, like we were saying, you know, it was a prove it year for him. Yeah, and he he definitely cut down on the turnovers from the last couple of years. And he just looked really good. And, you know, there people are saying, oh, well, do you think they're going to move on from him? How can you move on from him after this, this kind of performance? After the growth that you've seen with 
this coach, right? And he's guaranteed an, an, another, you know, at, at least year. Because I think just watching him play, the game's finally slowed down for him. Yeah. I, I won't be at all surprised if they extend him in the offseason. Why wouldn't you? You've been looking for – the Browns have been looking for a quarterback for ever, it seems like now. Yeah. And they're always getting shafted. They they finally found a quarterback that can win them games. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, uh, you know, now they have to play again in round one of the playoffs. Except this time they're going to be facing the, the A squad. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but I wouldn't be at all surprised if Cleveland pulls it out and beats Pittsburgh the way Pittsburgh's been kind of sliding lately. I don't know. I mean, you can never take a, take a game away from Ben Big, from Big Ben, you know. Yeah, and you, you know Mike Tomlin too. I mean, he's a proven winner, especially in the playoffs. So I mean, they got play. They got to play better if they want to beat him, you know. But yeah, last game you could just tell the Steelers were not the same team with Rudolph and no. their defense. What happened? I don't even know what's happened to their defense. I I don't know. I don't know, but it was it was a damn good game. Uh, Chubbs had another hundred yard rushing game, so I'm excited to to watch the, the round three of Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Um, then we had a game that really had no playoff implications whatsoever, uh, but it was a shootout, an absolute shootout. It was a fun game to watch. Uh, we had Minnesota at Detroit, and I. I really feel bad for Matthew Stafford. You know, year in and year out, he puts up good numbers. He's a damn good quarterback. But there's just nothing around him. Like, I don't know what to say about it. Like, I hope that in the offseason, they commit to a, a rebuild and they trade him to somewhere where he can hopefully make the playoffs. But the only problem is there's there's not a single team out there that's a quarterback quarterback away from being great. You know, so I mean that's where it hurts Stafford. You know, I think I could see him going to say Denver. You know, they'll get Von Miller back, they'll get Bradley Chubb back on their defensive side of the ball. They have good receivers. If they can get a quarterback maybe they can slide into a wild card spot. I just don't think you want a, to take a quarterback like Stafford, who is definitely a pocket passer, and give him that offensive line. Well, that's something that they can address in the draft. But I, I, I'm, I that's somewhere I could see him going. I could see um, maybe Atlanta, cause if they move on from Matt Ryan. Uh, but I don't know if they'd want to bring in another vet like that, an older and guy. And Stafford, he's already said, you know, he wants to retire with the Lions. So it could just be as simple as, you know, he, he calls it done. Uh, that could be too. I mean. It's not like the Lions. This would be the first nor the second time they've ended a, a player's career early. Right. <laughs> but, no, you know, Stafford had a good game. Kirk Cousins threw for over 400 yards. And it was a two-point game, you know, 37-35. It was a shootout. It was exciting to watch, but I, I do. I just feel bad for, for Matt Ryan. You mean or Matt Stafford? Matt Stafford. You meant what I knew. 
Yeah, nobody feels bad for Matt Ryan. No, no. <laughs> um, Jets at the Patriots. <sighs> the Patriots win, but not convincingly. I mean... No, I mean... But the Jets are just awful. I, I mean, Sam Darnold had a decent day. Uh, 23 of 34, 266, one touchdown. But you got a defense that can't stop anybody. Right. And that's why I'm not 100% sure that the Jets are going to move on from him. He can be a good quarterback. He can be. I mean, it's just, you know, like when it comes down to him, like what's his locker room presence, you know? Is he a good leader? Is he the guy that get get the team going? I mean, it also depends on who they bring in as coach. Right, yeah, because... Um, that's an opening. Yeah, the the Patriots are moving on from Cam Newton by all reports. And which that's pretty easy to guess. You know, and and Cam's like, oh, I still feel like I'm a starter in this league. No, you're not, bro. Not not after this year, you're not. Yeah, no, you're not, bro. Like, I don't know if I want you as a backup because you're gonna be getting some stupid ass thoughts in my starter's head. Right. Yeah. No, bro. Um. Then we had Cowboys at the Giants. And the the Giants won. And by them winning, they had to rely on the Eagles. Yeah. Which we'll get to that later. But it was, I don't know, the, another day where the, that Cowboys offense didn't show up. It was almost a very... Weird ending to that game. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, Andy Dalton, 244, one interception. You know, it just, he, it didn't look very good. Um, and the defense wasn't stopping anything from the Giants. I mean, the Giants' offense was just, I mean. Yeah, I mean, your boy Daniel Jones didn't look much better. I mean, 229, he did have two touchdowns through an interception. No running game, though, but, you know, you got to think, though, that they have Saquon Barkley. He's He'll be back next year, so that's, you know, a bright spot for him, I guess. Right. <laughs> uh, but, again, a, a very poor, poor performance from Zeke. 14 carries, 42 yards. You know, averaging three yards a carry ain't going to get it done. No. And like, especially you know, it's like you you got that paycheck and all of a sudden your your legs quit working. Yeah, like, you know, for the last couple of years he's always been the talk of the running back position. You know, him and Derrick Henry is all you've heard about. And oh, we'll get to Derrick Henry. Man, he just Elliot just crapped the bed. Yeah, and it's like their their wide receivers were nowhere to be found. I mean, your your top. Three wide receivers are Amari Cooper, who had six catches for 41 yards. CeeDee Lamb, five catches, 43 yards. Michael Gallup, four catches, 49 yards. Where are your receivers, man? Against a subpar Giants defense. Well, we don't have a running game that you can rely on. They're not, don't we put in four or five people in the box? Leonard Williams was living in the backfield for the Giants. He was living in the backfield. It was just, he had five QB hits by himself. 
And that's just, you know, the Cowboys offensive line is supposed to be these big old strong boys, and they didn't get it done this year. No, no. So that, that's... Now that the Cowboys season's over, they need to focus on getting a deal done with Dak Prescott. I think right now he has the most leverage of anybody in the league. Probably anybody in the last 10 years. Because he's... It's obvious what his worth to that team is. It's obvious what he brings to that team. And Jerry wants to win. And Dak's a winner. Zeke performs better when Dak's out there. That's the problem you got with these two. If Dak's not out there, Zeke sucks. If, if Zeke's not out there, Dak sucks. So it's a vicious cycle. They they need to pay him. I don't necessarily know that he's going to get, you know, top two, top three quarterback money. But he should definitely get top five quarterback money. I'm not necessarily saying he's a top five quarterback in the league, but that's just the way the quarterback market goes. Right, his his contract's up. It's always next man up. He gets to fall into that sweet spot. But they, they he definitely needs to get paid. Like if I was Dak, I'd be like, uh-uh, franchise me, and we'll talk about a paycheck next year because that that contract's gonna be is gonna have to be massive. Well, yeah, that too. But he he's definitely proven his worth. He's proven what he what what he means to that team and that the team needs him. So we'll we'll see where that goes, but. Jerry Jones, if you're listening, pay the man. Uh, I don't. I'm. I'm not sold on Dak. So. Why? How many? How many? How many playoff games has he been in? Mm, one or two. How many has he won? I don't know. What's his record as a starting quarterback? Good. As a starting quarterback, he is forty-two and twenty-seven. That's sixty-six percent of his games. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, but he's also like I think it was uh, four and fourteen in games against teams that uh, are above five hundred. You can only play who's put in front of you. He, you know, in in his four years, he's a two-time Pro Bowler. He was the Offensive Rookie of the Year. He's second on the touchdown list for the Cowboys. Well, yeah, for the Cowboys. I would not give a hundred and thirty-two million dollar contract. To a guy that wins sixty six percent of his games, that's me, and I mean he's 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 looked better than most of the quarter, quarterbacks for, you know Dallas for quite a while. You know he's better than Romo, obviously, but I'm just not sold on him being a starter for Dallas. Yeah, because they're a mediocre team, but I don't think he's one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. Oh, I absolutely do. I absolutely do. Um, but anyway. Right. They they still lost. They they controlled, you know, all they had to do was win and hope for a Washington loss, and they didn't put it together. Right. So then we had Atlanta at Tampa Bay. You know, Tampa Bay looked good. They wanted to make a statement as well. Uh, you know, granted it was against the Falcons, who are 4-12, and have a head coaching opening. and Yeah, but... Uh, but Brady went out and threw for... 400 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, Mike Evans hyperextended his knee, but 
he should be good to go for the playoffs. It was scary when he went down. Though. Oh, yeah, it was. Oh, absolutely. Uh, big day for Antonio Brown. Uh, do, you, do you see his boy Tom Brady hooking him up? No. He he had seven catches, eight catches, and needed like three more to get a like quarter million dollar roster bonus. So towards the end of the game, Brady's throwing him these little shovel passes and little bubble screens and everything to Antonio Brown to get him over that catch threshold to get him that money. Nice. And he knew where he needed to be, too, because as soon as he got that catch, he was throwing up money signs. and He's like, here, bro, you're my roommate. I need you to pay rent. Get this bonus. Right? <laughs> you're living in my house. Pay me rent, sucker. Management's just like, would you knock it off, Brady? <laughs> yeah, but Antonio Brown got a roster bonus or a performance bonus. Tom Brady was just feeding him the ball, but he, he did have 11 catches for 138 yards and two touchdowns. Looked like vintage Antonio Brown. Yeah, and that could be scary. It, it very well could be. Uh, Not like they didn't have, you know, an ultimate receiving core to begin with. Right, Godwin had five catches, 133 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, like, again, Mike Evans went out early. He only had three catches, 46 yards. Uh, it was... Decent day for for Rojo, uh, twelve carries, seventy eight yards. You know, averaging six and a half a carry. But when you're passing the ball that well, they're not going to run it very much. I mean, right. But you know, he he got it done. Um, this is kind of a a scary team going into the playoffs. Oh, they definitely are. I mean, you know, and their defense led by Levante David. I mean, they're no joke either. Yeah, they will hit a quarterback. Oh, absolutely. Um. I, I think the Falcons are going to move. Will move on from Todd Gurley. I'm not sure exactly what his contract situation looks like or how much money they're they're in debt to him, but he just hasn't panned out. He's just kind of faded into the background. Um, they've they've had you know Russell Gage and Brian Hill and uh, other guys stepping up, and Gurley's just kind of faded into the back. It's kind of been his thing the past couple of years, though. I mean. That's another odd story because he had all the promise in the world. You got to wonder if there was some kind of underlying injury that we didn't know about that because he was on fire in L.A. and then all of a sudden he just the year after he's the year after he signed that big contract. That that seems to be a a a, a trend, you know. Yeah, if you want your running back, if you want anybody on your team to stay playing at a high level, do not pay the man. <laughs> Unless you're Patrick Mahomes. Well, yeah, just because, well. <laughs> or Travis Kels. Yeah, but look at Tom Brady. One of the best quarterbacks been doing it for years. and He always took a pay cut. Like, like when you heard what his salary was, like the last time I heard his Patriot salary, I was like, are you shitting me? The dude's not even in the top 10 highest paid quarterbacks. No, he always took a pay cut. Uh, but, no, Tampa Bay looks dangerous going into the playoffs. They, it looks like they got it kind of put together. Uh, so we'll see about that. We'll go over the, the playoff scenarios or bracket here in a bit. Uh, Green Bay locked up the number one seed by beating the Bears. Uh, four touchdowns for Aaron Rodgers. What can you say about Devontae Adams, man? I mean, can you put him as, as the best wide receiver in the league? Maybe this year. I mean, uh, 
consistently over the years. He hasn't been the number one wide receiver, but uh, this year, I mean, it's hard to argue it. Yeah, I mean, he's been in the league, what, three years? I believe so. And, you know, he's progressively gotten better. You know, him and Aaron Rodgers are, are building that rapport, and, I mean, it, it's impressive what what he's doing. And he finally got the uh, the 99 club in, in Madden. So that he was all excited about that. They, he got a diamond necklace that said 99. And it, it, was, it was a pretty... It's always a big thing for the NFL players now, I mean. Yeah, because it's kind of like a badge of honor. Um, but no, Aaron Rodgers looked good. He didn't have to throw for a ton of yards. He only threw for 240. Um, I don't know about Mitch, man. Like, 252, no touchdowns, one interception. A game that mattered, he... Did not show up, but you know he. Before that, he's been playing good. But he's so inconsistent, man. Up and down and up and down. And that's the biggest thing with him is his inconsistent inconsistency. Because when he's on, I mean, we've seen what he does when he's playing good. He wins football games. But if he gets off in the first quarter, he's done for the rest of the game. Yeah. So I wouldn't be. They might. Might tag him. No, I don't know if they want to tag him. I, no, I don't think they'll tag him. I think the the best option for him right now, besides free agency, is just maybe some team decides to trade for him. Yeah, I I don't know. And but, I don't even know if I, you know, trade for him. Yeah, but Green Bay locked up that number one seed, so they'll get the bye. Um, they they've got to be the favorites to make the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean even. I don't know, though. I mean, the Saints will cause problems. Yeah. Um, then we had the, the Raiders and the Broncos, and it was a good game. It was entertaining. I mean, uh, Derek Carr threw a couple of touchdowns, 371 yards. Melvin Gordon looked pretty good. Um, he was definitely the workhorse with 26 carries. Drew Locke, though, man. I mean, he looked good in this game. So what are they going to do with him? I mean, 339 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. He looked good. Well, and we have yet to see a full year out of him. So, like what? He's got a good stable of wide receivers. Now, yeah, they're way a huge step from up from last year. Yeah, so what do you think Denver's going to do with Drew Locke? I know that John Elway likes him. Um, I mean, I bet, I bet they keep him because I think I think we're gonna see a lot of different things out of Denver where you know John Elway stepped down as the GM. He's no longer gonna be the GM of the Broncos, so he's the president of football operations or something. Right, and he was that before. He was just that and the GM, and so I mean that that could be do some good things for him, but I don't know. Unfortunately for Locke, there's going to be some big names in free agency. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see about that. But, again, Darren Waller showed out. Nine catches, 117 yards. Caught the winning two-point conversion with, like, 24 seconds left. He's going to be good. Neither team had anything to, to really play for. So 
I wasn't surprised to to see Gruden go for the two. But you know, a one point game for for nothing. I mean, like experience momentum. But, yeah. Um uh, then we had the the Jaguars and the Colts and uh the Colts kind of missed the boat on the playoffs because both Cleveland and Baltimore got in. Yeah. Um shitty deal for Rivers uh I mean but they just towards the end of the season, you know, they just let a, a few too many get away. Or no, from the Colts did make the playoffs. I take yeah, that I was back. gonna say the Colts I take did that make back. the playoffs. I take that back. They did make the playoffs. I take that back. Um, you know, a, a huge day for Jonathan Taylor. Huge. He came on towards the end of the season. Uh, he set the franchise record with 253 rushing yards. This was all Jonathan Taylor. Um. But yeah, the Colts did slide into the playoffs. Um, we'll see what the if they can make some noise. Yeah. As as a lifelong Chargers fan, seeing so many years of Philip Rivers, I know the inevitable collapse is coming. I just do. Yeah, Uh, and now the games are big, so. Um, then we had the the Cardinals and the Rams. Um, the Rams made the playoffs. They, they beat the Cardinals with a backup quarterback, John Wolford, who played in the the what was it the 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 USF the AAF? No, the other one. Uh they had the other league that was this year, or last year, rather. Pretty sure that was the AAF. No, it was... Damn, now I can't remember what it was called. But... Um, All I know is it saved, uh, saved Nebraska having to pay Pete Riley an enormous amount of money. <laughs> um, AAF, yeah. He, he was the AAF. So I was right. Yeah. Uh, but, no, he looked... He looked okay. I mean, 231 yards. I mean. And this guy, I guess he's a, a quarterback that's kind of skipped underneath the radar with all these coaches. I mean, I guess he had a pretty stu- you know, a pretty solid college career. He's had some pretty big games. And then he had six rushes for 56 yards. I mean, you want but, if you, you can come out there with little little preparation and win a big game like that. The only problem is, is you know, that's just a case of lack of tape on a player. Yeah, I think so. They they had no idea what they were getting into, and it didn't really matter because at the end of the day, you know. Yeah, uh, Arizona started out so hot, and then they end up finishing eight and eight. I mean, what happened? Kyler Murray at one point, people were talking about, oh, maybe he could win the MVP, and they used all their luck in Buffalo. <laughs> Yeah. On that Hail Mary, it took the rest. That was it. Yeah. Uh, Luck meter empty. You know, they had no no semblance of a running game. Uh, their, their leading rusher had 36 yards. Um, and that's that's kind of been their Achilles heel all year, you know. I mean, and in the games where they did get a good game out of their running game is because 
Murray rushed for over 100 yards. Yeah. And uh, he ended up getting hurt and coming out. But oh. we'll see where Arizona goes. I mean, they, they have talent, and they'll they'll build in the draft. But it was just, I don't know. Yeah, and I feel horrible for Larry Fitzgerald. Like, you feel bad for Matt Stafford. I feel bad for Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, I know. But he's loyal to Arizona. He, he won't go anywhere. No. We don't know if he'll be back next year. I mean, that's just a guy that you, you 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 can't help but root for him. He's one of the nicest dudes from all accounts. He's one of the nicest dudes in the league. Like, what what do you do with that? You know, Arizona's second best all time wide receiver, right in right behind you know Rod Tidwell. <laughs> he says Rod Tidwell. Show me the money. <laughs> This dude says Rod Tidwell. Like, come on with that nonsense. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rod Tidwell, I can't get it. You're a dick. <laughs> uh, then we had uh, Seattle at the 49ers, and it was a lot closer, a lot closer than it should have been. Seattle had to rally back. Yeah, and if... You know, the Niners were healthy. I don't think they would have made the rally back. I mean, Seattle had to put up 20 in the fourth quarter <laughs> to win this by three. Yeah, unfortunately for them, you know, Seattle's not playing their best football coming into the playoffs. Yeah, uh, that's why I, I don't see them moving past the second round. You know, we were all talking about Russell Wilson getting shafted at out of the MVP again this year, and he gave it away. Yeah, I mean... 20 of 36, 181 yards. I mean, that's not getting it done. No. Especially not at, at, at the level they're going to have to be getting it done at. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't. They won the division. They had, they, if things had fallen their way, they could have gotten the number one seed. But I have, out of the three top seeds, you know, Green Bay, New Orleans, and Seattle. I have the least amount of faith in Seattle. Yeah, I just don't think that they're going to be a huge threat. I mean, if you're only winning by three over a beat-up 49ers team, that doesn't give me confidence going and, into the playoffs. And again, they have no rush game. Yeah. Like, I don't even know who their leading rusher is, but, you know, he's that good. <laughs> um, then we had the, the Saints and the Panthers. Uh, you know, if Green Bay had lost, New Orleans could have slid into that number one seed. Uh, but yeah, the best part of that game from that game was you know Teddy Bridgewater got to catch up with uh, uh, quarterback Drew Brees. He got to catch up with him for a little bit on the sidelines during the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, Drew Brees looked he looked okay. Uh, Two hundred yards, three touchdowns. Um, you know, coming into this, they didn't have any of their running backs. They were all on COVID, like all four or four or five of their running backs. So they had to roll out Ty Montgomery, uh, who's a receiver, but has also played some running back. Um, and he, he did damn good. I mean, 18 carries, 105 yards. Same Montgomery that played running back for uh, Packers when they lost their running back? Yep, yep. So so he's got a running back experience. Right, and he, he did decent for them. I so, mean, I mean, you know... I guess that kind of got to give the 
the Saints are one up on on having that, a guy like that on their roster. Well, at least they didn't stick Taysom Hill in there. Well, he had seven carries for 41 yards, so it's not like... <laughs> I mean, he could have if they needed him to. Uh, yeah, I get, you can also plug him in at wide receiver if you need to. I mean, Right. Um, Manuel Sanders, nine catches, 63 yards. Still no Michael Thomas. Hope, but he's supposed to be back for this game. I was like, I think it's, what is it, a finger or something. I'm not sure what it was. So but. hopefully he's back for the playoffs. Uh, they could really use him. But their defense has been very, very stout and has been carrying them. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. I, I think, I don't think they'll make the Super Bowl. No, but I think they'll they'll push the Packers as far as they can. I think so, probably. Um, after that New Orleans game, we had King Henry, Derrick Henry, going into Houston, and you know, two hundred and fifty yards. How do you stop that man? That man is a tank. You don't stop him. And, yeah, you, you can only hope to contain him, I guess. Well, we were talking about him having horrible games with 88 yards, you know. Another 2,000 yards, back-to-back 2,000-yard seasons. Yeah, first player in NFL history. Back-to-back 2,000-yard seasons. Uh, and people still want to overlook him. Like, they, they talk about, you know, ranking their, their top running backs, and they, they keep Derrick Henry out of the top five. Like, because I understand when you look at him, you do not see the running back that he is. You don't not you do not see a guy that size, that powerful. He's he's deceptively fast. I know, but he but he proved it last year, and he proved it again this year, and people still overlook him. Because when you look at him, you're like, there's no way he's that fast. I don't give a shit. You look at the numbers. Right, consistent no. numbers. Nobody wants to fucking tackle him. You can't stop him. He will run. He will run you over. He will outrun you. And, and, but and that's what I keep saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. You know, it's just when you look at him, your mind cannot contemplate that this guy is that good. I mean, they still go. You know, Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, this guy, this guy, this guy, and then Derrick Henry. And I'm like, that is disrespect. You are slapping this man in the face. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but I would love, I would much rather watch his stiff arm than a juke any day. How many highlight reel stiff arms does this man have? <laughs> there are still people flying from his stiff arm. There are people whose feet haven't touched the turf yet because he literally palmed their head and threw them. Yeah, I mean, so... I would take Derrick Henry on my team in a heartbeat. I would, too. And I would take him over these... These are the running backs that they have in front of him, you know? Oh, absolutely. Well, he, he's not as as good in the passing game. I don't need him to be. He can just run you over every play. Right. I, Mark Henry, not Mark Henry, but Derrick Henry does not need to catch the ball. Right. He gets it done running day in, day out. Oh, absolutely. He, he's a monster, dude. Oh, yeah. And Ta- You try to tackle him low, he stiff arms you into the ground. You try to stay up high, he's going to run you over. Right. Um, it came down to to a uh, a field goal that went off the uprights, but still went through. But they got the win. Uh, you know, I think Watson had a game though. Deshaun Watson this season 
had the best season that no one will ever remember. He he had a for what he had for what went on he had a phenomenal season. Yeah, especially after losing you know Hopkins. Right. That's not an easy loss to take as a quarterback. Forty eight hundred yards, thirty three touchdowns, seven interceptions. He he threw for the most yards in the league this year, without DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, it. it and the seven interceptions, I mean, that's, that goes to show that the losses weren't on him. Right. Like I said, he had the best season that no one will ever remember. And, you know, a- after the game, you could hear him and J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt told him, sorry for wasting your year. You know, because his teammates respect him. His teammates know that he did everything that was asked of him. Yeah, this was a, a total collapse of the Texans' defense. Um, um, you know, they they have a coach opening as well. Uh, we don't know if they'll end up keeping Romeo Cornell or not. Um, but, yeah, Deshaun Watson had a fantastic year, and no one will ever remember it. But Tennessee made the playoffs. Um you know, they won their division, so we'll see. But there's just nothing else you can say about Deshaun Watson, man. Just a, just a stud. I think you meant uh, Henry there. No, I said Deshaun Watson. Oh, okay. There's nothing else you can say about him, man. You know, he, he does everything that, that's asked of him. He He's an absolute stud. So... And then we had this game. We had Philadelphia hosting Washington. And Philadelphia, if they had won, then the Giants would have slid into the playoffs. And they did everything they could not to win. In a three-point game, they decided to pull Jalen Hurts, not for Carson Wentz, for Nate Sudfeld. Yeah, I mean, and when you seen Hurts, he was not happy with it. And Doug Peterson wants to say, oh, well, I was coaching to win the game. I wanted to get Sudfeld some refs. No, you weren't, dude. No, you weren't. By losing this game, you get the number six pick. If you had won, you would have got the number nine pick. You were playing for draft position. Don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. Yeah, and don't say you're coaching to win and put in your third-string quarterback. Right, it was a three-point game. And you put in Nate Sudfeld. Yeah, no, I mean... Don't don't blow smoke up my ass, dude. If if we don't put Carson Wentz in, I would have believed you. But you're not going to put your backup to your backup end for, for reps in a game that, you know, ultimately did carry a lot for him. Yeah, and the Joe Judge, the Giants coach, wants to come out and say, you know, oh, well, they were disrespecting the integrity of the game. I get that what they did was, was shady, but it's, you know, he wants to say they were disrespecting the integrity of the game by not playing their starter and not, not trying to win the game. And Well, then you need to say that same thing to Pittsburgh, Kansas City, 
you know, all these teams who sat starters this week and knew they weren't going to win the game. Well, I mean, Pittsburgh could have. But Kansas City had no interest in winning the game. They had nothing to gain or lose, so they sat their starters. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> but you need to tell that to them, too. But you won't. Well, no, their game didn't have any any hold on what their season was afterwards. Right, but you can't come in here and bitch about, oh, well, we got screwed out of the playoffs when you're 6-10. and 10. I don't want to fucking hear it. You want to make the playoffs win more games. Exactly. I mean, honestly, I don't even think the Redskins should be in the playoffs. Don't leave your fate in somebody else's hands. Handle your business. And that's what's said every time we hear someone lose a close game. Don't let it be that close. Right. Handle your business. You can't be mad that you didn't make the playoffs at six and ten. So you should be. A, you should feel extremely happy that you were even, you know, in the running for it. That's because that division is garbage. Yeah, any other division, those, you know, six and ten, you're not going to be in playoff. No, playoffs. not absolutely not. So it's, yeah, I don't want to hear it out of the Giants. Handle your business. Don't leave it up to somebody else. Shut your hole and go home. So, um, so that takes us to wild card weekend. We got the the Colts at the Bills, and the way they're playing right now, I'm taking the Bills. Yeah, it's in Buffalo. You know, Josh Allen is playing at an MVP level. You know, they step that the connection between Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs has been absolutely huge. And I mean that's one reason why I like them in a lot of their games. I mean, you want to talk about a quick scoring offense, Josh Allen and Diggs can get it done. Yep. Um, but with this game, the Bills defense is just playing, I think, too good for the Colts right now. Yeah. Um, I I I think Jonathan Taylor might get a hundred yards, but I don't expect much more out of him. But yeah, I I think the I got the Bills. Um, the Rams and the Seahawks. Now this one's interesting to me. Um, it's in Seattle, and Seattle is favored by three and a half. But I will not be surprised in the slightest the way Seattle is sputtering their defenses. Shit. I will not be surprised if the Rams win this game. And see, I'm, I would be surprised. You have a quarterback that's coming into his second NFL game. No playoff experience. No, they're going to roll out Jared Goff. They'll absolutely roll out Jared Goff. I think that'd be even worse. I don't think so. What kind of grip has he got on that ball? He'll be okay. In a game this big, you don't not play him. I don't know if I play a quarterback with a broken thumb. Yeah, well, we'll see how it. We will, because I mean, and the Seahawks. But I, th- I think if I think if we knew for sure that Jared Goff wasn't going to play, that line would be a lot bigger. I mean, at three and a half, they're playing Jared Goff. And, yeah, so I, I wouldn't be at all surprised if the Rams won it. I'm, I'm going to take Seattle, but I wouldn't be at all surprised if the Rams won. See, I'm going to take Seattle, and I would be surprised. Um, then we have an 11-5 and Buccaneers team that has to go to a 7-9 and Washington team. I get that Washington is division winner, but I'm taking Tampa Bay. Right? I mean, the NFL is obviously showing that they want Brady back into a Super Bowl because they're giving him a bye in the first week. <laughs> but the story of this game is Alex Smith. Like, 
You can't help but be impressed with that guy. Right. I mean, it sucks what's going on with his leg right now, but... Like, they were talking about... When, when he got injured, they were talking about they might have to amputate his leg and... He almost died. Yeah. I mean, it was serious. He, he had to get a muscle transplant, and he had a flesh-eating bacteria, and all this shit. And here he is starting an NFL playoff game, winning a division. I mean, at this point, they should just rename the Comeback Player of the Year the Alex Smith Award. I mean... When you come back from, we're going to cut your leg off and you'll never walk again to where he's at now? Absolutely. Yeah, he won, what, like three of his last five games or some crap like that? Yeah, yeah. Um, next, we have Baltimore at Tennessee. And both teams are 11-5. and five. I'm going to go Tennessee on this one. Yeah, you know, I can they stop Lamar Jackson? That that's the the big question is can they stop Lamar Jackson? Uh Lamar Jackson I think wants to prove something. I mean, he's 0 to in the playoffs. Last year he, he you know, he had the MVP and shit the bed in the playoffs. Wasn't it the Titans that knocked him out of the playoffs last year? It was. It was. You know, that that's why I think Lamar Jackson has a lot to play for in this game. He has something trying to prove. It's going to come down to the running game for both teams. Um, I would take Henry over Jackson any day, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take I'm going to take the Titans. I think. Uh, I I just think Derrick Henry is too much of a man. Yeah, I mean, it'll be. I think they'll win this game, but they'll probably lose the next game because there's just going to be nothing left in Derrick Henry's tank. Yeah, I mean, Baltimore's favored in this game by three and a half, but I'm still taking Tennessee. If Tennessee can make them to where they have to throw the ball, they got it. Yeah. Um, Then we got Bears at the Saints. I'm taking the Saints, no question. Yeah. The Bears got in because of luck. It's not going to carry through. Yeah, Bears are 8-8, and and... I don't trust Trubisky. So give me the Saints. And then we have the, the big one, Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Um, it's Pittsburgh minus six. It's in Pittsburgh. I'm going Pittsburgh. It's just Big Ben. Just because I want to see him keep rolling, I'm going to take the Browns. That'd be huge, but... Yeah, I want to see them keep rolling. I like what they're doing. So I'm going to take the Browns. So, I mean... Um, then we had college football playoffs this this week as well. Yeah. And it didn't go the way I, I wanted. Um, well, I shouldn't say wanted, because I don't really have a, a, a horse in the race, but it didn't go the way I expected. Um... Alabama beat Notre Dame. That was not a surprise. Yeah, we both we both picked that one. And then uh, Ohio State blew out Clemson. Who saw that? Well, I didn't see a blowout, but I did pick Ohio State over Clemson. That was just your Big Ten bias. Well, yeah, because they had to win. Um, but no, I mean, Ohio State is a real team. Their defense is solid. Their offense is up there with the best of them, obviously. You know, like, and they came out and they had to prove that they, you know, 
They had to prove it. A close game would still have had doubters doubting their their chance for a national championship. Now, they're going to lose to Alabama. You say that, but what if they don't? I will be shocked. If, okay, here's something to chew on. If they come out and they beat Alabama and Justin Fields has a monster, monster game, do you think Jacksonville takes him over Trevor Lawrence? I do not. I think it's closer than most people think. I, I think it's closer than most people think. But most of the time when someone is so adamant about the one the certain person being the you know, the number one pick, that's usually what puts him over the guy next to him. And you know, um I mean no no everyone was sure that Baker Mayfield wasn't gonna go number one and he went number one. It's possible. I just I don't think so. Like who would you rather have, Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence? I'd have to watch more Justin Fields tape. I haven't seen a whole lot of tape on him. He he just doesn't seem like Justin Fields seems like he just has a little bit more growth to go into you know an NFL quarterback. Not that so much that you know he's he's not as good as Lawrence. It's just Lawrence is more polished. He's more set for yeah, from, NFL. from his. From from his freshman year, Trevor Lawrence has been the presumptive number one overall pick when his time came. Like, he looked that good. And here's, think about this, okay? Here's something else to think about. As great as Trevor Lawrence has been, and all the fucking title games that he's been in, he won a natty, you know, all of this, never won a Heisman. And I was shocked. Like, honestly... He didn't win when he didn't win this year. I was really surprised. By I wasn't. I wasn't. But I mean, but yeah, as great as he's been, never won a Heisman. Always somebody edged him out. I mean, I mean first it was Jalen Hurts, then it was Kyler Murray, or no, it was Baker Mayfield. Then it was Kyler Murray, and this year it's it's Devonta Smith. Yeah, I mean, I mean. Ouch, man! Like you, but the natty means more than the than the Heisman, you know. Or he's not getting the natty this year. No, well, no, but he already has one. Right. It's just when it comes down to the transition to the NFL, I think Trevor Lawrence will make the turn quicker than Justin Fields, and that's why. But wherever Lawrence goes, he's gonna be the starter. So, wouldn't it be a bitch if after all this? all this shit he still ends up with the Jets oh I'd laugh <laughs> I mean I can honestly see him not signing though yeah but I don't know like I said, it also depends on who they get for their coach they pull in Urban Meyer right but the only way there's, that talk, you... there's talk of Urban Meyer going to the NFL yeah he wants 12 million dollars I mean 20 million dollars no he doesn't no 12 you were right was it 12? 12 okay yeah it, I know it was he, a lot like, he wants like 12 to 15 yeah, and the reason he's talking to Jacksonville is because well, they don't know they don't have any state taxes, so right. That's more money in his pocket. Plus, they have over a hundred million dollars to play with. I mean, Jacksonville's a good looking job if you want to coach in the NFL. So, but, but um, I'll, I, I, I'm gonna take Alabama, but 
I, I'd like to see Ohio State win just because I'm so tired of Alabama. Oh, I'd love to see Ohio State win too. It's just that Bama's defense and the offense. I just I don't think Ohio State's defense can keep up with it. We'll see. I mean, I, I'm, um, you know, we're we're gonna have to start talking draft positions soon, and you know where we think people are going. Um, I think. I definitely think that they're in the top ten. There's going to be three quarterbacks. You think so? I, I think pretty much all the quarterbacks in the draft. No, no, there's four or five of them. Yeah, but I mean, there's this year in the quarterback section, you don't have as many first year starters as you know some of the recent classes we've seen. Now, if you want a wide receiver, this is the class to get into. Yeah, there's a ton of wide receivers. Uh, USC lost a bunch of guys, but we did uh, get uh, a commitment from the number one player in the nation. I saw that. So that's that's huge for us. Nebraska got number four, uh, a four-star linebacker though, so that's pretty big. Yeah, we we've got a pretty solid recruiting class so far. I'm pretty, we always do though. Yeah, but I'm pretty excited about that. So we're gonna have a lot to talk about. You know, the NFL starting to to die down with the playoffs and whatnot. Um, so before long, we're going to, we're going to have more basketball to dive into. Uh, we're going to have the draft and the off season of the NFL to yeah, dive college into. College basketball is going to give us a whole bunch to talk about because the top 25 in that, it's, it's weird. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we'll see about that. Um, but I love playoff football. <laughs> oh yeah. And you know, pretty soon we get to start talking about Super Bowl. I mean, I think it's. I really wish we'd have more for a Pro Bowl this year, but... The the annual Schroeder Super Bowl party? Yeah. I still remember the one. It wasn't a very fun one. Because you were so mad. <laughs> I think you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Fuck the Patriots. <laughs> a day before you were able to change your profile picture... Banned for 30 days. Oh, don't remind me. <laughs> don't remind me. But no, we got a lot to get into playoff footballs here. So uh, keep listening for next week. And, and Yeah, because I get to relax this week. My boys don't play until, you know, after this week. So yeah, I just got to step back and watch games. Yeah. But this has been uh, Lazy Boy Coaches. I'm Scott. I'm Alan. And we will definitely catch you guys next time.